So somehow we did it. We're at the end. Day three of Riot Fest. I'm James Van Osdell backstage. And now is a good time for you as the year is winding down to get a hold of your finances, achieve cost certainty. The easiest way I can recommend is by switching to solar. There are tax credits floating around out there, national tax credits, local tax credits that will help you save a bundle, like up to 48%, I think is the number. But these are going away at the end of the year. So look into how you can switch to solar and take control of your finances. Sopel Solar, S-O-P-E-L, solar.com. My friend Brent Sopel, former NHL great, Brent Sopel is going to help you switch to solar. You pay nothing out of pocket. The consultation is free, and it's kind of fun to do online. SopelSolar.com. Switch to solar. Have cost certainty for the first time probably ever. It's Car Con Carne. Let's eat in the car. It's Car Con Carne. So I have such fond memories of the 1990s here in Chicago. Just awesome memories of the music, the moments, the culture. But the thing is, the 90s are, they're in the past. They're in the rear view. You can't go back. Or can you? <laughs> this book right here is your way into the past. It is 90 Days in the 90s, a rock and roll time travel story. It's like a, a time machine back to that period. You can join record store owner Darby as she jumps on the mystical gray line to time travel back to her carefree 20s and soak up all the nostalgia that she can. Get your hands on this brand new novel, 90daysinthe90s.com. You can get a signed copy while you're there. Or if you don't want to go there, just go to Amazon. If that's easier for you, fine. Go to Amazon. Go to any bookstore you, you buy your books from, 90 Days in the 90s. I'm going to hold it up again just because. All right, Testing and we will one, begin. Two, three. Hey, here we go. I think we're good. JVO, JVO. Is that how we sound check? Yeah. Is that how you sound check today? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's it. JVO, JVO. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, look at that. Oh, my God. Treaty of Paris is, is here with me backstage at Riot Fest. See, I knew you wouldn't be able to hear. You're I right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. It gets a little noisy back here. But you can hear me now, right? Yeah, you are. They can't. I can hear you. Yeah. We, we can say whatever we want, and they'll, they'll have no idea. <laughs> All right, so Treaty of Paris... This is a long overdue interview. We were supposed to do this back when you played, when you got back together. Uh, you did a show at Cobra. 2019. 2019. Yeah. We... 2019. December 28th. Testing, one, two, there it hey, is. Testing, there it is. one, two, yes. three, four. This is long overdue. Uh, how did it feel to play Riot Fest? It's the best festival. I love it. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was pretty wild. It was exhilarating. Yeah, I mean, the crew, the staff has been so helpful. I mean, that just makes us play better, too. Like when you have the confidence of everybody helping out. It's super comfortable on stage. It was awesome. All right. Infrastructure aside, how did it feel for you guys <laughs> to come back together as a band? Playing with your best friends is like, you, 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 I haven't seen these guys in two years. And it was just like we were just on tour together yesterday. And uh, it felt fantastic. Um, I mean, these are my favorite musicians ever. So playing with your favorite musicians ever is easy. So for as long as you've been dormant, how much preparation did you need to put into doing this show? Like how much practice did you have to do? Well, <laughs> we had we had only two we only had time to do two full band 
uh, rehearsals and then just a lot of uh, playing along at home, you know? Um, I actually was, I was going to go to the Jimmy World after show at Metro last night and I, I skipped it so I could restring my guitar and practice a little more. All the after shows are so awesome every year and all I could think is, oh man, I, I, at my advanced age, I don't know if I could do Riot Fest and the after show. Like I, it, it's too big of an ask at this point. It gets a little harder the older you get. <laughs> yeah, it does. And that goes for playing too sometimes. <laughs> yes. But you know you know what really like actually inspired me today was our singer Mike. Like Mike is like Mike is kind of a wild card. Like we've done some shows where he's right on, we've done other shows where he kinda has an off night and you kinda don't know what you're gonna get from him. And today he just totally brought it. Yeah, fantastic set and so well, you guys have a reputation for totally bringing it on stage. I'm not. There's no surprise to this. I mean, you are correct, James. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was fantastic. We rehearsed twice, but we all practiced at home. I did it for a couple months. You know, every night just try to play guitar again over and over and over. And um, the songs felt like uh, just riding a bike. You know, you just never forget it. Well, yeah, I'd just say too, like finding out about playing Riot Fest like in April. You sort of mentally get prepared and you have yeah. four or five months of like, okay, we're going to do this and share set lists, get our thoughts and plans together to get together. So like the mental preparation is just as important sometimes and just getting together and like getting sweaty in a room, you know. There's something about the Treaty of Paris story which feels like such a, such a Chicago story. Band gets signed, label goes away, band tries to figure out what's next. It seems like a... a a, a many times told story. I mean, I remember vividly sitting in Anaheim, California, and Andrew McMahon of Jack's Mannequin, something corporate, sat us down, and he's like, guys, you're gonna write a new record. And we're like, we just put it out a couple months ago. And they're like, listen, all this stuff is gonna happen. We just don't know it yet. And we're like, just shocked. But that said, we wrote some records and kept playing, and you know, it was good. So, <laughs> but it is very much a typical story sometimes. Yeah, happened. <laughs> well, Sweet Dream Sucker, it, it seemed like the right album at the right time. And yeah. I, you know, if you listen back to it with modern hearing, it still holds up. I mean, that, that is a fantastic record you put together. I agree. I, I agree, too. <laughs> Thank you, James. Yes, yeah. We're very proud of it. We are proud of it, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to it uh, when we were practicing, and I thought, you know, it, it, sometimes I'm afraid to put it on, because I'm like, is this, am I going to be like, mm, is this a little dated sounding? And I don't think it sounds dated. I think it sounds... Good. I think we wrote some great songs, and I'm always happy to, you know, fire them up and play another show, playing them. I mean, it, civilians, we can't resist singing along with Waking Up the Dead. We can't resist the whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, that's, you'd have to be a robot to resist that. I mean, in all fairness, I do the same thing, so. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, I said I, I sing the whoa, whoa, whoa's oh. in, like when we're, we're rehearsing. Yeah. Yeah, over and over and over, so it's catchy, so. So many years down the road, I, I think about why am I still broke? The, the, the hopes and dreams of an aspiring band moving out of the basement. Here we are, Jesus, a decade plus later. You're out of the basement, like everything's cool, right? I think some of us own a basement. <laughs> yeah. that, that's a huge step. That, that's... <laughs> so now we just uh, pay for our own basement. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 a big deal. Um, I still, you know, those songs are, hold a special place, I think, in all of our hearts. And you know, and I think at the time, 
connected a lot of people and that are still some of our best friends and you know the scene and scene if it exists anymore with our stuff but um, yeah it's good I was talking with one of my friends uh, who works at Q101 earlier today he's like Treaty of Paris that's like that super group right I'm like well I guess I mean they're super and the, you know the band guys played in different bands and kind of came together as a new band, but I don't know if that story is that unusual. Is it? I don't know. I, I, I guess we're a, we're a northwestern, western Chicago suburb super group. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of came together like, sort of, I mean by accident, but just by good friendships. Like that we all joined the band, like Phil joined the band because he was friends with the guys. They recruited me on because we were just friends. It was, there was no musical auditions. No, it was more like, hey, is that peppermint schnapps and chocolate? Yeah, let's just drink it. And we got really buzzed and decided to put a band together. It's kind of that's kind of how it did come yeah, together. Pretty much. Well, let's talk a little bit about that period when you came together. What was the Chicago scene like in like the mid-aughts? Um, I mean, really, like in my time, it was like Lucky Boys, uh, The Dog and Everything, and that was kind of all our groups. And then there was another scene brewing with Fall Out Boy and The Academy Is. And, but we kind of fit in between both. We didn't really have a necessarily like one scene, so we kind of hey, occasionally open up for one side and occasionally open up for the other side. And um, to this day, those guys are still all our friends, and you know, stories. <laughs> That's it. Perfectly said. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I De mean, definitely like two very distinctive suburban scenes, and we, we kind of bounce between both of them. Yeah, absolutely. So, what does this mean? Treaty of Paris playing Ride Fest today. Is this just a triumphant celebration of all that's come before? Is this something we may see again? I certainly hope so. I know that there's talks of maybe doing uh, another show sometime next summer, but um, it's just a matter of like making sure it fits with our very adult schedules and adult obligations and um, parenting obligations. So um, I. I truly hope that we can do it again next year. I mean, year. like, Dan and Mike are always writing. Um, and, I mean, even before the show, they sent us new songs to consider. But, you know, we felt like just get right to the old stuff for this festival. Um, that's a scoop. Yeah, yeah I was so going to say. That's, that's not forward-facing information. <laughs> <laughs> so we might, you know, you might hear some new music from us occasionally. And that's really what I was getting at. That is a scoop. Yes, there Thank is. Thank you for flagging that, Dan. That is a scoop. There is some new Treaty of Paris music in the works. That's really exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah, we decided Riot Fest wasn't the right place. It was, it was too rushed to really get a new song out in time for Riot Fest, and we felt like, you know what, no one is coming to see us play a new song, and if we're gonna right. do a new song, play the hits. Know, we'll, we'll, right, we'll, we'll we'll do it right in in a proper timeline. But yeah, there's definitely uh, some new stuff we've been demoing and kicking around, and it sounds really good. So we're excited about it. I love it. Treaty of Paris. I, this excites me. New music, the, the, the thought of more shows in the future. Yeah, I mean, I think as long as we can all get together and you know, do this and get some good opportunities, we're going to play. We're never going to stop. What, what did Mike say on stage today? He was like, he's like, we'll keep doing this till you're all in diapers. And I was <laughs> like, it, it wouldn't be a Treaty of Paris show if Mike didn't say something really weird. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Could have said Old and Gray. Yeah, diapers. Yeah. Could have said at the nursing home. Right. We all need depends when we stop playing. Right. <laughs> That's well, very assumptive of him. Yeah, yeah no, I, when I think diaper rock, I think Treaty of Paris. That's perfect. It's a, it's a niche waiting to be exploited. Yeah. All right, it is so good to see you back. Wonderful together see you. in the same place at Riot Fest. Love you guys. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, Honored James. To be here.